Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 216. Are you doing work that you're not connected to? And this comes from a post that I had done online that I want to talk about this because it's possible. Burnout can happen for one of two reasons. Some, well, I'm sure there's multiple reasons, but I'm going to focus on just two for this uh, particular topic. Burnout with your work can happen either because you are connected to it or, or burnout can happen because you're not connected to it or burnout can happen even in moments when you are connected to it. And so they're two very different energies and I want to talk about that. And this comes off of a, a video that I had said. I was asked when I was doing my my reels uh, at my buddy's studio and uh, here in town and, and he was asking me about... Um, you know, burnout and when it's work though, that you want to be doing and because I, and I was, I was talking about, it, I said, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, when you're not connected to the work, you can feel it. And you know, when you're connected to it, you can feel it. Both have feelings. Like you can feel it. One is very, very draining because you're really just not connected to it. The other one can be, uh, you can get tired, but you don't want to necessarily stop doing it. But you also are redlining, meaning like you're burning out. You're going, you're just going, 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 going. Like you're, you're maybe needing to take a, a quick break or a pause or anything, right? So they're very different energies. So the post though that I wrote uh, to that video is I said, are you burning out? Are you burning out from work you want to do or work you're not connected to? These are two very different paths. Work you're not connected to drains you differently. It can make you resentful, bitter, distressed, anxious, depressed, and many other emotions. And I'm not saying completely abandon work we're not connected to because sometimes we have to do what we have to do in the meantime. And many of you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, There's been plenty of times that even like my work that I want to do for myself and for others started to change at different times. But I, I didn't necessarily not do some of that other work or sometimes it was completely different types of work, but I was doing that while, you know, one was kind of feeding the other, you know what I'm saying? And I've talked about this on other podcasts. So I said, doing the work though, that you're connected to is a much different feeling. Work you're connected to can also burn you out. The difference is you're willing to figure out how to advance within it, how to make changes or pivots, because ultimately it's filling a higher purpose, your purpose. We all have to do work. The real question is, what type of work do you want to be doing that is aligned with a vision for yourself that is something greater? Hence the whole, some people see me wearing the Nah Bigger hat or the sweatshirt with the upcoming apparel, Nah Bigger. It's something greater going on. That is for all the things your life is worthy of, right? The real question is, what type of work do you want to be doing that is for all the things your life is worthy of? go in that direction, but manage the energy output along the way. For me, when I burn out from my purpose-driven work, I take small breaks either daily or weekly. Additionally, I disrupt my processes so I can zoom out a bit. And what I mean by that is, uh, instead of just keep doing the same things over and over again, I take quick zoom outs and I go, okay, well, what's working? What's not? What do I need to change? What feels stagnant? What feels depleting? 
the self-awareness that we have to have self-awareness in everything that we do. You know, it, it, it won't, it, whether it's your health, how am I doing with my health? Could I be doing better? How am I doing with my relationships? Could I be doing better? How am I doing with family? Could I be doing better? How am I doing with my work? And it's not to guilt you. It's just to improve you. You, you have to, you have to take these kind of like timeout moments and be like, all right, all right, let me look at some things. Let me zoom out. What do I need to do differently? And taking those small steps without waiting until you crash and burn. That's the ideal is you don't want to wait until you crash and burn in any area of your life. You want to take these zoom outs real quick and just look at like, what can you pivot? And I even said in the rest of the post, I said, learn to quick, learn to take quick pauses to reset. We're running a marathon, not a, not one big sprint. Although our marathon certainly contain lots of little sprints, but most important lesson here is do work you're connected to and you'll figure out the rest. Now I, decided to basically give you guys journal prompts or reflection points, if you will, in the two different areas. The first is if you're doing work you're not connected to and are burning out, here are some reflective thoughts. And then after that, we're going to go over if you're doing work that you are connected to but are burning out, (laughs) here are some reflective thoughts. Now, it doesn't matter if you're in one of the two categories. I want you to listen to both. Because you'd be surprised at how interchangeable sometimes these uh, these questions can be. For example, you might be doing work you're connected to, but feeling like you're not connected to it because of the stress. Right? So that pay attention to all the sets of questions, so that way you can kind of see what may um, give you insight or shine some light upon some area. But either you are not connected to your work or you're connected to it and both or maybe you're experiencing some burnout. Let's talk about that. And the reason why I want to talk about the burnout is because this is about sustainable momentum in your life. Um, It's so easy to say, oh, yeah, everything's going great. Everything's going great. Great. But we want sustainable momentum. We want to keep that sustainable. And I and I know this really well because I love when things are going really well. But I also know (laughs) that I start to push the gas pedal a little bit more on that and uh, things. Uh, and then I start running, 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 running. And if I'm not careful and I'm not using the right routines or the right frameworks or the right daily um, inputs or processes that make it sustainable, I can burn out and it happens. So if you're doing work, you're not connected to here's some reflective thoughts. Number one, why are you not connected to it? I want you to ask yourself, really, like, why are you not connected to it? Um, and there's a, there, journal this if you need to, but or meditate on it, pray on it. Why are you not connected to it? And some questions you can ask yourself are: number two, is it the work or or the environment? Is it the work or the environment or both? Are you not connected to the work? You're just like, nah, this this just isn't for me, like. I don't even know why I got into this work. I think I got into this work because someone so told me that this was the route I wanted to take. Or maybe you like the work, but it's not it's not the right environment. That's important. Maybe you don't feel connected to the work, even though it's it maybe part maybe at one point it felt like a calling, but now it doesn't. Could it be the environment? You got to check in on yourself with that. And if it's the environment and you need to leave, you you know, that's something to consider. Environments are so important. 
And I get the fears of like leaving the environment because it's like, well, will I ever find another place to work? What's the alternative? I love the, the phrase, um, when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, you'll change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I have been in plenty of seasons where the pain of staying the same was greater than the pain of change. I'm like, I'm out. I'm making a move. I can't do this. Literally, for health, for, for vitality, for sanity, for creativity, for anything you could think of, I'm out. When the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, you'll change. You'll want to change. So keep in mind, is it the environment? Or again, is it both, right? The third question is, is it the role or the whole field slash industry? This, this, is, this is an important question. Is it the role? Because you may like, let's say you're in, um, I don't know, the fashion industry, but maybe you're a journalist on fashion, whereas maybe you should be a designer of fashion, right? So is it the role? or the whole field or industry. Because if you're in the wrong role, you may not feel connected, but the industry or the focus might be fine. Like the field might be fine for you. That actually, and this is a very, very important thing because I've also found this within companies that I try to help, is that if you had people in the wrong role, they weren't able to perform the task that with their abilities or capabilities with their skill sets with their talent in fact their voice was also silenced sometimes and they felt very depleted and very you know uh just i don't want to say negative but they were like almost just burnt out and they were just in the wrong role but the right place or the right environment or the right field or the right whatever right that's why managers and leaders have to really identify people's talents like, hey, you're talented. Why are you wanting to do this? Like, I don't know. That was the role that that I got hired for. Okay, do you want a different role where we can use your talents? That's real management. That's real leadership, in my opinion. And I can't tell you how much of a, the opposite that I personally encountered when I saw and consulted with, you know, corporations and stuff like that. Now, maybe you've experienced otherwise. I don't want my my narrative to be the only, you know, output or input or whatever about it because it was just what I experienced. But it makes sense because as an entrepreneur, I've had to be very self-aware. Certain role, I've seen really great managers and directors and CEOs and CMOs and, and CFOs that were very self-aware individuals, very uh, smart and leader-oriented folk. And then I've seen the opposite, right? So knowing if you're in the right role or knowing if the people that work with you or for you are in the right role is important. Number four, what would you rather be doing and why? So if you're not connected to your work, what would you rather be doing and why? Why do I ask the why? Because it's easy to fantasize about doing anything else than what you're doing. But when you fantasize about it, it's not that you are. I'm saying it's possible that you can. He's like, oh man, I would love to work in that industry. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Any industry you're going to be in is going to require work. Are you seeing like somebody else thrive in it? Or are you seeing something glitzed up and glamored, you know, online? You're like, yeah, that's the industry I want to be in. So the real question is, what would you rather be doing and why? So this could be your role, the industry, the place, the time, the, you know, the environment, whatever. When you journal these things, a lot of things are happening. You're almost making your request to God, universe, if that's what you want to say, um, you know, to your path. You're making requests out there. 
you're getting clarity and direction and you're getting inputs on maybe some other things that you can look into. The next question, number five, have you been connected to what you, oh, have you been connected to what you'd rather be doing before? This is a big one. So when I ask, what would you rather be doing? Real question is, were you connected to it before you started taking on the current role that you're doing or the current field that you're in or the current job path or any of that? It's a big one because it's possible you left something previously that was more on path for you. So look at that. Number six, what types of roles do you want to be doing? This is kind of going back to the roles again. I think you should list them off. What kinds of roles do you want to be doing? Uh, there's a lot of different roles that I like uh, to take on. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, so I have to take on every single role. <laughs> but but um, there's definitely certain roles that I like more than others. And so this helps me identify where I need help or what I can delegate this will, I'll talk about this with any of you that are connected to your work, but are burning out. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but like, I like to know what roles I like to take on others. What will I do until I get more help in those roles? I like to know what those are. That's how I'm able, but by doing roles that I'm, I know I don't want to be doing for the long term, it allows me to a have empathy, B have uh, clarity on it. C know what I need uh, from that. When I start hiring somebody for it, I can easily be like, here's exactly what I need help, but also that's your gift. So like, please tell me what I don't know in it. Right. But I know what to ask for because I had previously done it. Seven, what type of people do you want to be working with? This is a big one because this is going to contribute to your environment. What kind of people do you want to be working with? It's no different than like, what kind of person do you want to marry? Okay. It's different because work, you know, but both are types of work. And what, I, what, why I'm saying this is similar is because when you start to think about values and how people show up, are you showing up that way and contributing that way? And that's why you also want those people to show up that way. When you start thinking about what type, like what type of people do you want to be working with? What are their values? How are they showing up in their work? And number eight, what are some immediate next moves you can make? People you know, places to seek out, research um, that you you know need to do. What are some immediate next moves you can make? Even if it's just like some research or making some phone calls to some people you know that you're like, you know, I want to see you know how they're enjoying that or like what their role is. And by the way, you don't even have to go into their field. It could just be like that they like their role and it's a similar role you want to have in your field. But you can reach out to them and be like, you know, how did you get into that role? Like start to seek out and answers will follow. Now, if you are doing work you are connected to but are burning out, here are some reflective thoughts for you. I've got about 10. And by the way, for your group of uh, people, and I'm in that too, the first eight I just mentioned of the of the not connected to can apply at any time. All right. So that's why I said these are very interchangeable. But question number one, when are you most creative? I want you to really think about that. When are you most creative? Creativity is not just reserved to the arts. As I always say, creative is problem solving. It's, um, you know, designing a new process or a new system. It's looking at the vision. It's executing some area, right? The next question is, when are you most productive? This is a big one. Are you more productive in the morning or the afternoon? My guess is most likely in the morning. And why do you need to know this? Because maybe if you're trying too hard in the afternoon, you should maybe go for a walk or do other activities. I reserve for phone calls and things like that. What can you be doing at times that you're less productive? So that's a follow-up question to that one. But number three, when do you most need a break? Like in the day, 
Are you taking that break? <laughs> when do you most need a break? I'm sometimes reminding myself of that or I schedule it. I have to put it on my calendar. Like, no, at one o'clock, go for a walk, do some cardio, you know, et cetera. Um, right? Just to, just to get the heart rate going, right? Number four, what are your eating habits like? This is a big one. This is a really big one. What are your eating habits like? It's possible burnout can come from input of the foods you put in your body. I know that part of the reason I got healthier was because I'm such a hyper creative person and a go, 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 that I, I wanted better energy, better energy, better uh, brain function and better creativity. So those three were actually the, a big part of why I wanted to change my, my whole eating and nutrition. It's funny because a lot of times people are like, oh no, I like, I, I want a, the physical body to look a certain way. I'm like, I want it to perform a certain way. So my entrance into nutrition, other than, uh, you know, I was already kind of doing it before my father passed, but like um, my entrance really was around performance, how I felt inside so I can do all the things outside. And that's why it's also been very sustaining and life-changing because I didn't want to do it like, well, you know, I'm, you know, wanted to like look a certain way. Like, I mean, that kind of just becomes the byproduct. But um, I really wanted the performance in my life. So the next one, number five, what's your sleep schedule like? This kind of goes along with the, the eating. You know, I was at one point not getting enough sleep. And that's very difficult for a lot of people. I totally get it. But sleep is everything. You don't think about it. But God created this amazing body that's your system that actually operates and regenerates and refuels and rejuvenates and recycles and uh, and heals and does all this thing while you're sleeping. Amazing. You're not even like operating the machine. You're sleeping and the body actually heals and it restores during sleep. Are you kidding me? Like... Maybe you've been told, like, don't be lazy from sleeping too much. No, get the sleep that you need to. Now, I mean, don't, like, sleep 13, 14-hour days every single day. I mean, I don't know where you're at, but <laughs> but you get, what I, you get what I'm saying. A good, solid seven to eight hours. For me, it's eight. Number six, are you multitasking too much? Maybe you're burnt out from just doing too many things and jumping from thing to thing too much. Maybe you need a little bit of a, more of a deep work approach. I'm only focused on, on this thing during these hours. Sometimes I go back to the basics and I have to basically know that I, in order to get certain things across the finish line, I have to schedule the time of day each day that I'm be working on that thing. And what exactly will I be working on to get across the finish line? Number seven, what can you remove? Or what can you put off till later and focus on now instead? Right. So there's a little bit of that. Like, what can you remove? Are there things that you can just remove from your processes, from your life, from, you know, things you don't need to be doing, meetings you don't need to be having, calls you don't need to be making. Right. Extra tasks that aren't really relevant right now. Maybe they're maybe they're relevant later instead of now. What can you be focusing on now? What can you remove? So I talked about this uh, lots of times from the book Essentialism from Greg McKeown. Check out the uh, show notes for the recommended reading list. He said 90% of things are unimportant. 10% are find those things and double down on them. Like go harder on those things. So what can you remove? Number eight, entrepreneurs, creatives, artists. I totally get this one. What can you delegate? We've just talked about that earlier. Find over time what maybe you can get help on because we all need help. 
There is, everybody uses the word self-made. I'm like, really? There was nobody that helped you along the way. I get what they were, they were trying to say that like, you know, they did everything from scratch. I'm like, yeah, but along the way, like if you hired somebody to do something or if you had the vision and you needed somebody to like, uh, you needed a contractor or a vendor to do something, like it's not completely self-made. Number nine, where can you make changes to your work? We talked about this in the previous Flow State podcast. If you haven't listened to the Flow State podcast, I want you to go listen to that one. Where can you make changes to your work? This is because do you need to increase skills or increase challenges? Most likely it's both. Meaning you might want to expand on your work in new ways and you might want to approach it differently with using some new skills, right? And finally, number 10, how's the environment you're working in right now? Any changes or cleaning that needs to happen? How's the environment you're working in right now? It could be from your home. It can be uh, maybe a workspace that you work at um, or or the, the company you're working at. Like, again, see how it's interchangeable because maybe you're connected to your work, but you work for somebody and the environment isn't really working out for you and you, you need to change. You need to make a change, but everything else you feel very connected to. Okay. Or maybe it's your home office. Maybe there's some changes you need to make to it. Me, I need to get a standing desk. I need to get one that I can sit and stand at. I know it. I know this because I can't keep doing the, the amount of sitting that I'm doing, right? Even though I exercise every single day, I still need a standing desk. So any changes or cleaning that needs to happen. And I say cleaning because when you clean your space, you allow for a lot more things to come in, a lot more things to happen, a lot more opportunities, a lot more creativity to flow, all good things. And the burnout starts to go away. I have noticed from my own personal. So that's it. Are you doing work that you're connected to or not connected to? That's what you have to identify. And no matter which one it is, are you, how are you dealing with it? Hopefully this episode answered some of those questions and it started to put a microscope or, you know, at least a spotlight on some of these things so you can take a look at it. I appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode. Please check the show notes for all relevant links. Please uh, look out for the recommended reading list. If you would like to join our Build One Thing community, we would love to have you uh, run with us weekly on weekly lives and frameworks for executing and creating and all the fun things. Uh, you can just click the link for more information. There's the workshop, right? Design build. I've got a lot of things coming up with what I'm going to be doing with right design build. I'm excited. And I wouldn't have said that just now if I didn't know that now, like I got more clarity on some things that I want to do, but there is a currently a workshop in there, but I'm going to expand on it. And I'm actually going to do some really cool new things coming up after the apparel launch that's coming. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning into every single episode. Please leave a five-star written review on Apple. Please leave a five-star rating on Spotify. It helps expand the awareness of the show. More importantly, the community. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.